Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. your name this morning and we say the Lord may your name be exalted O God in the congregation of the righteous we give you glory O God oh faithful God loving God kind God ah, we, we honor you O God in this place we honor you this morning O God our strength our shield our savior our Lord we just want to say that Lord we love you Lord we love you Jesus we love you Holy Spirit we love you Maya somebody just bless the name of the Lord lift up your hands and bless his holy name for the Lord is a good God our God is a good God. Our God is a faithful God. Our God is a righteous God. We thank you this morning for life. We thank you, my God, for your strength giving us, oh God. You have given us, oh God, a brand new day. And Father, we say thank you. We bless your name this morning. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord, there's never a time when we stand before you, oh God, in worship and in prayer that you turn a deaf ear unto us you hear us when we cry out unto you O God and Lord you inhabit the praise and the worship of your people this morning Lord our praise is unto you our worship Lord is unto you let it rise before you O God as a sweet smelling incense Lord receive the sacrifice of praise and worship that we've brought before you O God and Father, I pray this morning that, Lord, may your hand and your heart be moved upon your people, Lord, even as we gather together in no other name, but in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Bless you, sir. I'm ministering this morning on a word I've titled, Live. Live. Amen. Live. I'm trying to find the tree. But the tree that is coming to my heart is not the right word. Amen. But I will go to the word. I'm reading from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 16, the verse 1 to 6. Amen. The word of God came to me, says the prophet Ezekiel. Son of man, comfort Jerusalem with her detestable practices. And say, this is what the sovereign Lord says to Jerusalem. Your ancestry and birth were in the land of the Canaanites. Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. On the day you were born, your cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water to make you clean, nor were you wrapped with salt or wrapped in clothes. No one looked on you with pity or had compassion enough to do any of these things for you. Rather, you were thrown out into the open field, for on the day you were born, you were despised. Then I passed by and I saw you, 
kicking about in your blood. As you lay there in your blood, I said to you, live. I'll read it in the King James, the last portion. The Lord said, and when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. Yes, I say unto thee, I said unto thee, when you were in your blood, live. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord said, live. The whole chapter of Ezekiel 16, especially the part that I just read, is or, or is an allegory of Jerusalem state and also God's mercy and grace given to them to live and not die. And he depicts it as a baby that is a newborn baby that is born and not cared for. Maybe a baby abandoned at birth. And he says that its umbilical cord was not cut, nor was the baby washed, nor was it salted. You know, because salt in those days was used to rub newborn babies as an antiseptic. You know, salt preserves. He said the baby was not salted, neither was the baby swaddled, not, you know, swaddled in cloth as we do with babies. So the baby was just there. And he says that this baby's condition did not even invoke pity from the hearts of those who saw the baby. No one had compassion on the child, but rather the baby had just been thrown into an open field, despised and not wanted. But the word of God that he spoke to this abandoned, unwashed, unsalted child in its blood was that the baby should live. You know, sometimes we, we hear of this, people abandon babies and they just die. But God said to this baby that was appointed to death, this baby that had received no compassion, this baby that see nobody wanted, God says, live, in reference to Jerusalem. He said, I said to you, live, live. A command to live was given to this baby. And this morning, this word has ministered to my heart. I, I heard it in my spirit. And that's why I minister it to you. And I believe that it's a command from the Lord to this child to live. And a command to us also to live. To live above the circumstances of life. Especially in the present times in which we find ourselves as a world. Very trying times. Very you know, unusual times. And yet God says to us, despite the many things that we may be going through financially, because jobs are, you know, going down, many things are happening. He says, nevertheless, live. This baby that he was describing was dirty, infected, unloved, but God's word of comfort and compassion came to this child. And God says to this child, live. This was a prophetic message to Jerusalem to rise out of their sorry state of sin. And it was a message for them to live and to be restored to their former glory. And I believe that this morning, this is what God is telling us, that we must live. And there's a promise of God to restore his glory upon lives that have been battered and broken as our mandate, as a ministry says. Amen. You know, and there are many circumstances 
um, which can surround our lives, many men, like we see now in the world. And there are many things in life that can fight against our very existence, our peace. Is that Reverend James? Oh, wow. All right. Fight against our existence. But God calls us to live above circumstances and issues. Amen. Life itself, as I said a few days back, is not easy. And I've preached this for many, many years. Because I realize that a lot of Christians want to hear, you're going to buy a new car, you're going to get a breakthrough, and breakthrough. I preach breakthrough. I know you can get a breakthrough. But I know that it's a package. Life is a package. But God says that he gives us the power to live in spite of every situation and in spite of everything that we go through. And he gives us power, the ability to live not under but above situations. Amen. Firstly, he does this or he's done this by the restoration of our fellowship with him. And I'll read a very long scripture, but it's important. Ephesians chapter 2. I'll be reading more or less the whole chapter. The Bible says, and you he has quickened. That means he's made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and in sins. That means before you became born again, you were dead in trespasses and sins. That was our lives. So, and in, where in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, the prince of the power of the air is Satan. It's among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, doing what we want to do, what feels good, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. So before we become born again, this is our life. We do what we want to do, what feels good. If it feels good, do it. And that is the world now. Everybody thinks that if it feels good, do it. Nobody can judge you. Nobody should question what you do. If it feels good. But he said that is how we used to be, those of us who are saved today. And he says that, and we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. So the anger of God was and is against those who live according to the desires of the flesh and according to the dictates of their mind. But he said, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive, quickened us, made us alive, amen, together with Christ. And he says, for by grace are you saved. And, and he has raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that is where you are now as a believer. If only you have believed that Jesus is the son of God and you've given your life to him and he is your savior. This is your spiritual position. That you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principality and power and thrones and dominions. And every name that is named. Not only in this world but in the world that is to come. Amen. He says that we are seated there, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. So for grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself. We are saved by faith, not by our works. So it's by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself, lest any man should boast. So nobody can boast and say that, oh, I was more righteous. That is why I'm saved. No, we're all sinners. But God reached out his hand of grace unto us and saved us. Are we together? Amen. Praise the Lord. And he says, for we are his workmanship, 
created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk on them. So that means once you are saved, your lifestyle, your person changes. That now you will live unto good works, even as God has ordained before you even were born. For he said to the prophet Jeremiah that before I formed you, I knew you. And before you became a clot of blood in the mother's womb, you came out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you, I set you apart for myself, and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. So every one of you here, everyone online, those of you who are born again, God has predestined you to a life, a, a future. Amen. So you are not just uh, born out of an accident. Amen. And your life on earth here is not accidental. God has a plan. Tell somebody God has a plan. Amen. And he says that, wherefore remember that in the past you were Gentiles in the flesh, that's outcasts, who were called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision of the flesh made with hands. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Before you became born again, you were an alien to the covenant promises that God has given to Israel. It says, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope. So if there's anyone hearing me right now and you are not born again, this is your condition. You have no hope. And without God in the world. So, but now in Christ Jesus, you who are sometimes back far off, you are far off, have been made me, have been drawn near by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Put your hands together. So for he's our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Between you and God, between the unbeliever and God, between men or people who do not believe in God, there's a parti there was a partition, a wall that divided man and God. But now Christ Jesus, by his death on the cross, has broken down that wall. And the Bible calls it, there was, enemy, there was enmity between us and God, but now it's been taken away. And Christ has reconciled us to God. Amen. So we, we have been brought near to God, made sons of God. Amen. And therefore, there's no enemy between you and God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says, Jesus came to preach peace to us that were far off and to them who are near. So for now through him, through Christ Jesus, we have access to God. And that is why you can stand here and lift up your hands and say, Lord, I worship you. That's how come you can pray and God will hear you. And that's how come you can come into the presence of God without being slain, as it used to happen in the Old Testament. Amen. It says that now you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. So this is the first act God has done or has made so that we might live and not die. And when I talk about live, I'm not talking about just your earthly existence. I'm talking about your, your forever. Amen. And also your present. That you, your life will not be that which is base or, or, or down, but your life will be that which is vibrant, joyful, overcoming all things. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. The verse 12 says that at that time, before you became Christians, you were without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Can you imagine being in the world and having, not having God? But there are many like that. 
They are in the world today. They don't have God. They don't have God because they have not believed on the, on the name or on the Son of God. And they have not received him as their Savior. But now we who have received Jesus as, an, as our Lord and as our Savior, we have God. Amen. We have God. That's what we can sing. We are confident in the fact that we have God. We have a God we can turn to. We have a God who watches over us. We have a God that we speak to. We have a God who takes care of us. We have a God with whom we have a relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. And through Jesus Christ, we have been given power. The power of life and the ability to overcome all things in life. To overcome the one who seeks to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Jesus says something in John 10, 10. He said, the thief cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I am come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. So Jesus, have, the, the, the enemy has a plan. Threefold agenda, kill, steal, and to destroy. But Christ says, I have come to change that. So you have life. Amen. And have life more abundantly. Live an abundant life, a victorious life. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what God has done that we may live. So today, once you have your, 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 your life in you, you need to live it. Live life. You must live your life. Hallelujah. Once you have live it, because Christ has given you abundant life and overcoming life. Amen. Empower over Satan. Jesus sent his disciples to go on mission. And he gave them power, the Bible says, to cast out devils, preach the gospel, heal the sick, deliver the oppressed. And they came back rejoicing, saying, Ah, oh, Lord, even the demons were subject to us in your name. We said, Come out. And they were going out. They rejoiced. Amen. And Jesus laughed and said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. He has seen the death of Satan thousands of years when he was kicked out of heaven. Satan was actually booted out of heaven, kicked out, disgraced. And Jesus said, I, I have seen the downfall of Satan long ago. And he said to them, and behold, I'm reading from Luke 10, 18 and 19. Is it on the board? Good. And he said, I beheld Satan fall as lightning. And behold, I give you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. I want you to clap your hands for that. He said, I give you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I love that scripture. Amen. And he said, I've given you power. And that power that God Christ has given us is in brute strength. That is dunamis, power. And also in authority, exosia. Amen. So he's giving you power in every dimension. You know, somebody can be strong physically, but not have authority. And somebody can have authority and not be strong. But it works. If you see a little policeman, like that, 
standing on the road, an articulator truck, truck is coming, and he gets in temper and says, stop. The articulator stops. Not because he's strong. He can't stop the articulator, but he carries authority. Praise the Lord. He's given us power in every area. Amen. And that power given to you enables you to live above circumstances. There's enough in you to overcome everything in life. God has given it to us. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and give the Lord a clap of faith. Reading from the book of Ephesians 6. 10 to 13. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, the apostle Paul was telling them, the fisher says, find my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He said, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because he said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He was talking about Satan's hierarchy. Because he, Jesus said, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. And the thief is Satan. And this is his hierarchy of you know, power, spiritual power that he uses to destroy and attack human beings. And that is why Nipe Nyahoto is from the devil. But I'm telling you this morning that Christ has given us authority over his works. Put your hands together. He said, wherefore, put upon you the whole arm of God. So that you'll be able to stand. Amen. And we stand in the evil day. And having done all to stand. Tell somebody you have to stand. Tell somebody you must stand. Oh, no, no. You are not standing. If that person is not even believing you. Say, say you have to stand. You must stand. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. In the face of any and every adversity, God has given you authority and power, amen, to win your battles. And you know, every one of us has a different battle. I have my battles. Fought a lot. You also have your battles. Amen. Everyone, different battles. Obidi Esikasem. Obidi Awarisem. Obidi Yeloto. I'm telling you, everybody has their battles. Amen. But God has given man power to overcome every battle. And the battles of this life are not just physical. No. They are not physical. You see, because God doesn't engage us in battles. How can God who loves you engage you in battles to destroy you? No. It is a thief. Who comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So the battles that you are going through, the origin of the battles comes not from human beings, but from spiritual entities who come from their master, Satan. They have their source from the thief. Jesus called him the murderer. He called, he called him the liar. For Jesus, no, 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 brood of vipers. Amen. But praise be to God. Amen. That Jesus said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. Satan has fallen. Whatever battle you are going through, 
I come to declare to you that Satan has fallen. Are you hearing me? Oh, come on, stand up and put your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh, you can add a shout of praise unto that Satan has fallen. Amen. The devil has fallen. He is defeated. In any battle you are going through, say, 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 I've seen the downfall of Satan. comedies. Whatever the case, Christ has given you the victory. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Bon sam kesepa. Che Jesus Christ we Daniel ya. They said we saw that even the devils were subject to us in your name. And the power is in the name and our faith in the name. Oh mahandala bahaya. The power given us to have victory in life is in the name and faith in his name. One day a man who was Paralyzed from birth, was healed. Peter and John going up at the hour of prayer to pray. And the people were amazed. And he said, Listen, it's not our power that healed this man. It's his name. Nidim. Any Jidia Yewa, Wenidimu, Nama, Akwe, Basari. It is his name and faith in his name. This morning, believers, let's have faith in the name of Jesus. Bible said, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord. God has given you overcoming power in this life. And he's given you every weapon that you need to fight, to live. And be victorious. And live a fulfilled life. According to what God has purpose and planned for your life. Bible says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. We are walking in the flesh, but our warfare is not in the flesh. So for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not of physical things. But he said they are mighty coming through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God is a spirit. Anything coming through him, it's spiritual weapons that God has given us to overcome in life. Amen. Powerful weapons given to you and I so that we will live victoriously in this life. Hallelujah. Life is not free of problems. No. And if you expect that your life will be free of problems, you are doing yourself a disservice. Rather be prepared to face every challenge that comes and, and gear up and receive power to overcome it when it comes. Is somebody with me this morning? Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord for his goodness and for his grace. Amen. Amen. Life with the divine abilities of God given to us. It's victorious. You are victorious because you have divine abilities given to you by God. So come what may, you'll win. You, you, you'll go through. Yes. And at the end of the day, you'll win your battles. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? Because sometimes you can get so stressed, your hair falls out. In some but name or no. So, what you mean, Uncle Poin, or Mount Tumia, 
would be dear how be so to me be page of your how be am and you shall live you shall live amen if you fall don't remain down because there's power to be found that will cause you to rise dust off yourself that's prahum dust off and then move on again maybe something's happened in your life you've taken it's taken something has taken a turn for the worse it's not the end live live Someone said, oh, I'm so discouraged, so I won't go out. I'll lock myself in my room. For how long will you lock yourself in the room? You can't. Come out and live. Live. I'm telling somebody today, live. Amen. Shake off the dust and move on in life. God has given you and everything that we need to live a victorious life. Reading 2 Peter 1, 3 to 4. Bible says that God, according to his divine power, has given unto us all things. It is a something. All things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who has called us unto glory and virtue. So God has called you unto glory. Amen. And so whatever is needed for you to attain that glory and the virtues that God has ordained for you. God says, he, said, he didn't say, I'm about to give it to you. He said, I've given it to you already. You have it. You have what it takes to live a fulfilled life. The Bible said, thereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by thee you might be partakers of the divine nature of God, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. God has given us everything that we need and if we take it, we become partakers of God's divine nature. That is when you become God-like in your nature. And that's what we all attain to. Amen. The more God-like you become, the less of the devil comes out of you. But sometimes we allow the devil to infuse us. Don't be infused by the devil. When you allow the devil to infuse you, but when you allow God to infuse you, God has given us a spirit. Let the Holy Spirit fill you. Be, be filled with the spirit. Amen. Bible says when you're filled with the spirit, you will not give in to the desires of the flesh. When you're filled with the spirit, then you see victory on every side. To overcome all things. You overcome. You overcome. You shall overcome. Amen. God has not given us Anything that the devil has given to us or wants to give to us. No. Everything that God gives to us is good. And it is for our benefit. Hallelujah. <coughs> Second Timothy 1.7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. <coughs> but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. God has not given unto you the spirit of fear. Many of us live in fear. And especially now in this pandemic, don't be overcome by fear. Because the fear is not of God. Fear is of the devil. I'm not saying don't walk in wisdom and don't follow protocols. But don't let your life be overcome by fear. No. Because fear is of the devil. He said, Paul says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. But rather, he's given us a spirit of power, 
of love and of a sound mind. And that sound mind, I like to always interpret in you or say, I dream what so. I dream it to me so soon, your mapa. But when you, you, you become fearful, you can't think straight. You, 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 you make mistakes. Amen. But he said, God has not given you the spirit of fear. So in every area of your life, don't let fear rule you. Amen. But rather take on faith, which is believing God. Amen. So he's giving the spirit of power to me. I would be Hallelujah. Amen. And you see, this fear that has gripped the world and that has gripped man from the beginning. You know, when Adam and Eve saw God, had God coming, they went and they dodged. Don't dodge, you know. And God said, Where are you? He said, we, we heard your voice. We saw you coming and we were afraid. Fear came in when man sinned against God. But today, you and I, we are not sinners. If you are born again, you are no longer a sinner. You have been made righteous through the shed blood of Jesus. So you don't have to be afraid. Because fear is of the devil. Fear came into my when man sin. But if you're not a sinner, where's the fear? Don't be afraid of anything. And in fact, the word of God in Hebrews chapter 2, I think the verse 50 says that. Okay, let me start from the verse 40. It says, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, Jesus also likewise took on the same. Jesus took on flesh and blood. Because he was spirit in heaven, right? He said that through his death, he might destroy him who had the power over death. And if you look at the word, if they put it there, he said, him who, the word is not has, or say had. That means he no longer has it. Satan no longer has the power of death. Are you hearing me? Yes. He said, that is that, and he names it, he said, that is the devil. And to deliver those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Fear is bondage. Fear of death is bondage. And that is what has come upon the world today. The fear of death. So the world today lives in bondage. But not the believer. Not you and I, the believers. Hallelujah. Because Jesus came and he took the power of death out of the hands of Satan. And he said he holds in his hands, the keys to life and death. He has overcome. He has conquered death for every man. Oh, put your hands together this morning. <clears throat> and he says something in Luke 12. What if I say, and I say unto you, my friends, don't be afraid of them who kill the body. And that's all they can do. That's what they can do. But I will rather Forewarn you whom you should fear. Said so the ones who have the power to kill the body, don't be afraid of them. No, but be afraid of the one who has the power to cast you after he has killed you, cast you in hell. That is God. God has the power to kill and make alive. And God has the power to kill and throw into hell. But the powers of this world, they can kill you, but that's it. And if, they, if you are killed, your spirit goes to your, your savior. So don't be afraid of death. And don't be afraid of, oh, no. Stop it. Live. Live your life not in fear. People are always going like this. Always looking over their shoulder in fear of one or time. Oh, really? Stop. Because God 
goes before you. He is also your rear guard. He is behind you. He is beside you. At the Sunday school, at the beginning Sunday school, you will say, Yes, He's before you. He goes behind you. He's beside you. If God be for you. Oh, church. If God be for us. If God be for you. If God be for you. Who, what can be against you? Nothing. The devil, he only to me. Oh. So don't live in fear. Live in faith. If it's need, if it's a dreaming now here, see, he will provide. The apostle Paul said, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. David said, I've been young and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. You will not beg for bread. I declare, church, I declare, you will not beg for bread. Oh, you will not beg for bread. Me just say, guy, you cry about over mouth. Just say, then over so deep. Ben kuana day, fufuana bitiye. He will provide. So somebody, stop being afraid of what you eat tomorrow. Stop being afraid of what is coming next year. Next year we are saying, I yedi on a me yedi gana yedi on. She, baby, I yedi. No sure, they are sure yedi. The whole world is talking about hunger and famine and, and lack and economic this and economic that and economic economic but the storehouses of heaven are full heaven's storehouse is full amen, amen. and he says he will provide for his people not according to the economy of this world but according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Is somebody with me this morning? Put those two hands together because they are your hands. So, and clapping is free. Bonsem, bonsem, bonsem. He will provide. Hallelujah. We are the people of his kingdom. Bible says you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. I love that one, a peculiar, a special, different. I mean, just a, would the move, would the mushroom come? Oh, 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 church, this one, you are not helping me. Maybe those online are understanding what I'm saying. You are a peculiar person. You are not ordinary. You are special. You are a peculiar person. Hallelujah. That you may show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and brought you into his marvelous light. God has drawn you out of darkness. Where you have to it will back. If you sum, Brenna will name Christo. 
Now we find so we are no crying. Now we the sumu. You know where you were for sumu, and brought you into His light, the light of the kingdom of His dear Son. You walk in light. Darkness can never overwhelm you. Ah, oh, you are walking in light. You live in light. Darkness can never overwhelm you. And you know what is in the kingdom? The kingdom of God. Bible says it's not just in meat and in drink, but it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It is in righteousness, peace of mind, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Live in that. You are in the kingdom of joy. Be joyful. Rejoice every day. Rejoice. Always. Again, I say rejoice. Have peace. Receive the peace of God. That's a part of all understanding. That peace that when the, the storm is, is you know, terrible, but still, you are lying at the end of the boat and you are asleep. The storm was raging. There was a bad wind. The ship was being filled with water. Bible says Jesus was asleep. In the boat, he was sleeping. Adam, because on him said, "In Framan, in whom they to know, I was searching and but no, hey, hey to me, yes, into a wasumji, onyaba, onyabema, diasumji. My sister, my brother, have peace. I say, live, live. The more I grow, and I'm really growing. May Yesterday, my daughter was saying, ah. I would pass it with me. I'm so sure. We have a class of many. I'm sitting here comparing my kids to be 55. I was a child and baby. I am enjoying the life God has given me because for me, every day is a miracle. For me, every day is a miracle. Every day of my life is a is a testimony. So I'm enjoying my life every day. No matter what, enjoy your life. Live. Live by faith. Live in your faith in Christ. Don't live in fear. Don't live in worry. Live by faith in Christ. Amen. Live in his presence. Live allowing the Holy Spirit to indwell you. Live by his spirit. Live by his power. And these three, three things... His presence, his spirit, and his power will energize you, will give you the strength that you need for life. So live. Because unlike that baby that Ezekiel likened Jerusalem to, that was not washed. You have been washed. We have been washed by the blood of Jesus. We have been cleansed by the blood, the blood of Jesus. He said the baby was not salted. There was no salt to, as an anesthetic to keep the baby clean or disinfectant, sorry, disinfectant. But we, we, we have not just been salted though. Jesus said, we are, we, Yankasa, we are the salt of this. Are you understanding? <laughs> Cleansed from sin and shame. <laughs> There's no shame. There's no sin upon your life. You have been made the salt of this earth. That tells me you are an asset. You are an asset. Oh, you are an asset. Brother Cobra, you are an asset. Papa B, you are an asset. So don't let anybody make you feel that they won't send out on fata any day. 
who self atapa serious before god you matter and before men you matter so don't let the devil speak to your ears and make you discouraged live rejoice in hope and bible says hope does not make ashamed rejoice in hope the hope of the promise of god given to you. the hope of life and life eternal amen because there shall surely be a performance of the things that god has spoken concerning our lives god cannot fail and god cannot lie live your life with joy live in and by the power of the holy spirit amen live in the strength and power of victory because you know something you are more than a conqueror amen you can do all things through christ which strengthens you i thought amazing women would go like this amazing women are you in the house yeah god is your god and god is for you amen so don't shortchange yourself you know by wallowing in pity and in fear self-pity that's what people are doing this. I mean, yes, I mean, yes, sir. You are sinning against God when you do that. Who you born when you are It's giving you life. Enjoy it. Forget about what people are doing. Do what you can do yourself. If you can't do anything to her, police be You're free. Just enjoy your life. Don't compare yourself to other people. No, you don't have to. Don't worry. Stop worrying. Those of you who are worried, what's? Bible said, no one by worrying can add even one hair to his head. Don't worry. Stop worrying. Bible says that do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Then the peace of God which surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. Stop worrying. Take it to the Lord in prayer and he will answer you. Jesus said we shouldn't take thought of what we would eat, what we would wear, everything. He said because he says that the lilies of the field, the flowers in the field, they don't sow, they don't reap, but they are so beautifully clothed. Even Solomon, King Solomon, in all his glory was not like that. Don't worry. Live. Live your life. Live with joy. Live with peace. Peace for yourself and peace with other people. Live in the knowledge that God loves you and live to love other people. Love other people because see, sometimes you can create a certain atmosphere ab ab around you. Now, why You don't love, you, you hate, you're angry. You will not find joy. You can't live. Live. Love other people. Be happy. God has given us too much for us to be unhappy. Who has been, who has had his sin forgiven? And today we can be called the sons of God. We, if nothing else, four by four now so open no. Say three by two, no. So legacy bends, no. And also, if I say, okay, now also open. Or mawa, listen, still live. Or mawa, live. What's up, I say, would you? live. Or mawa, live. Whatever it is, live. For, for the now, whatever God is doing in your life, 
enjoy it. Because you see, there's too much at stake where your life is concerned for you to allow the enemy to destroy your joy, to destroy your peace, and to destroy that which God has given you, the beautiful life that you are. You are a beautiful life. May the Lord bless us all. And I say it to you again, live. And my prayer that I've prayed for everyone that hears this word is that you leave this place, and those of you online, after hearing this message, you change your, your, your mindset about yourself and about life. Change your mindset. Yeah, and just live. Because there's more that God has for you than you think. Bible the eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of any man the things that God has purpose and plan to do for those who love him. But he has revealed those things to his spirit. And the spirit who searches the heart also gives to us revelation. And I pray you have revelation this morning that God has better things for you. And so for the now, however it is, live it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.